Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. Imagine a world where planning your books is as fun as writing them, where plotters plot in heroic harmony and pantsers organize without overwhelm. Here's the thing, that world exists. Plotters and pantsers alike love the visual outlining and story Bible software Plotter, now available both online and as a web app. Named the number one outlining app for productivity by Kindlepreneur, Plotter turns outlining and organizing your books into the creative process it's supposed to Visit plotter.com slash rw today. That's p-l-o-t-t-r dot com slash rw today. And experience the difference yourself. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Penny Hall, author of the new novel, The Invincible Miscust. Author Audrey Blake wrote about the novel, a vivid, compelling story of a daring and determined woman, emotionally rich and brings light to an incredible life and legacy. Penny, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jeff. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, The Invincible Miss Cust, how would you describe the novel? It's um, historical fiction based on the real life of um, Aileen Cust, who was um, a young woman who was born in, in Ireland in 1868 to an aristocratic English family. Um, and at a very young age, she decided that she wanted to work with animals. And when she heard what a veterinary surgeon was, she decided that that was what she wanted to be. But it was the Victorian era, and um, uh, girls and women were barely educated, and certainly um, aristocratic young women like Aileen were. Um, it, it was unacceptable for them to uh, work and seek professions, um, and her family were dead set against her um, doing anything. And this is the story of how. Um, Aileen Cust basically um, went against her family's um, uh, wishes and um, uh, worked her way into a, um, a veterinary college in Edinburgh, where she became, uh, where she was, gra- where she graduated, and eventually became Britain and Ireland's first woman veterinary surgeon. And I'm curious, do you remember how you first heard about Aileen Cust? Yes, I, I didn't, I didn't set about um, writing historical fiction at all. Um, I have, um, I've got a children's book which, uh, which I published in 2017, and I'd um, written a work of contemporary fiction, and I was thinking about what I would write next. And um, as a child, I grew up on a on a farm here in South Africa, a dairy farm. And as a child, I always um, dreamt of becoming a veterinary surgeon. I'm a great animal lover. And uh, when I was thinking about what I might write about again, I thought about um, writing about something set in a veterinary practice. I thought it would be an interesting setting. And um, talking to my daughter-in-law about my ideas, she, she actually suggested to me that I 
uh, focus on a, on a, a woman veterinary surgeon. So I started to do a little bit of research just to find out when women um, first became veterinary surgeons. And I came across Aileen Cuss' story that way. And um, I, I, was, I was so taken by the story. I mean, it's an extraordinary story. And I couldn't believe that, um, that, that no other author had written historical fiction about it. It just spoke to me. And, um, and, and that was where the story, where I came, came across the story. And, and, it, and it just seemed like something I could not write. And I'm curious, what kind of research did you do for the novel? Had, had you um, were were there any biographies or or books written? Yes, about? Um, yeah, yeah, there, there's a very small biography which was published in um, 1990 by a British uh, a, a veterinary surgeon, uh, another woman who um, had retired as a veterinary surgeon, and she um, wrote a, a, a small. Um, biography about Aileen Cust, which was very much looking into um, the legal problems that that Aileen had with the professional association. Because um, even when um, Aileen had graduated as a veterinary surgeon, the professional body um, wouldn't allow her to write their exams. So she was unable to be certified and, and practice legally. And it took her another 22 years before um, before the the professional body accepted her uh, they were obliged to by that point by law um but this the the biography that i came across it is out of print and i managed to find a copy in britain and and get it to south africa um and it was an e- extraordinary piece of um of research but very much into um the 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 legal uh, battle that aileen had um had 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 to fight to to um, be professionally accepted. It was a little bit about her private life, but mostly it was about um, her her um, protracted battle with uh, with the professional association. And I'm curious, what was your writing process like as you were working on the Invincible Miss Cust? Since this is a work of historical fiction, did you outline the novel extensively or did you just kind of dive into the narrative? How did that work for um, you? Yeah, I did. I did outline it because once I began the research and I, um, I I did a fair amount of, I found some other books that were, um, that, that had some information on her by her association. She was actually very close friends um to um, the the first or the, the the wife of Sir Edward Grey, who was um, Britain's foreign secretary when um, when Britain um, entered into the First World War, and so there were there were some there were some books written about her friendship with Dorothy Grey, um, and um, some some newspaper articles about what happened to her family in Ireland. So once I started to see. Um, how how she'd moved around as a as a as a young girl and um when she when she'd entered college and what have you i was able to 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 pinpoint the the dramatic um points of her life and so i did plan it out that way um certainly um as i as i wrote um and more information came to light um there were changes along the way but the the story i mean her 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 life story is so extraordinary that that I mean I keep on saying that um, 
the fictionary part of it is 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 a very small <laughs> part of it. Um, obviously, I, there was no public information about her conversations and her thoughts and her relationships. So those are the those are the imagined pieces. But um, in terms of 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 her family and her friendships and that, I was able to base it on on truth. That's great. Well, what was your initial fiction writing journey that led you to writing and getting your first novel published? Um, well, I've been a, I've been a journalist all my life, um, and um, saying to my family for as long as I can can remember, I'm going to write a book one day. And <laughs> and um, some years ago, my son actually said to me, "Well, stop talking about writing a book and 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 do it." But um, I, 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 strangely enough, the Although I've worked as a writer all my life, the idea of actually sitting down and working on such a, a long work of um, a, a long project and and also um, I guess exposing yourself to something new was was quite frightening. And um, so my son, my son, I said to him, "Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm really um, nervous about it." And he reminded me um, about a story that I told him while he was growing up about. Um, my grandmother and her life with a vervet monkey, which is a little gray monkey that we get in South Africa. And my mother, uh, my grandmother rescued um, an, an orphaned monkey, and um, he 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 lived in her house with her and her other pets for his entire life. And I'd I'd grown up with that story myself. I told my son that story while he was growing up. And so he said to me, why don't you start by writing um, that story? And the, the monkey's name was Nico. And um, and so that was my first book. It's a children's chapter book um, for children of sort of 8 to 12 years old. And I had such a wonderful um, experience with, with writing that book. I absolutely loved it. I loved writing. It was very easy for me, obviously, because it was a story I'd grown up with. Um, but it um, it was published by Penguin Random House here in South Africa. They got a fantastic illustrator to work on it, and it was a it was a joy to work on. And I and I thought, oh, okay, well, this is not so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to um, to work on 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 a work of literary fiction. And because the the reading market, unfortunately, in South Africa is very small, so. Um, a, a local publisher advised me to try and find an agent um, outside of South Africa, and I worked on a on a, a piece of um, contemporary fiction, and I was offered representation by an American um, uh, literary agent, so that was very exciting. Um, but that the the that work of um, that manuscript actually didn't sell. Um, I sold another one in the in the in the interim to uh, an American publisher called Cola Books in um, at Virginia Beach, um, which was published last year. And um, then, when I found this uh, the story of Aileen Cust, my my agent at the time was not she was not very enthusiastic about historical fiction, <laughs> and. Um, we we discussed a couple of other things and and I I just felt the story was calling so loudly that I had to do it and so she she and I parted way, ways amicably and um, I needed to find another agent but while I was um, while I was looking for another agent I 
noticed that source books um had had opened a window for for direct submissions or one of the one of the the editors there um particularly for stories about um women in history women whose whose stories haven't been celebrated so um i knew source books because i'd come very close to selling the the first manuscript to them so i i wrote her a note and asked her if she'd be willing to have a look at the at the historical fiction and um she agreed to look at it and some months came back to me and said we'd like to make you an offer um but we'd like you to we, you know we'd like to do it through an agent so i was able to to find another agent with with an offer essentially in hand mm-hmm. and yeah so i've i've got a, a fabulous um agent in san diego and i've been working with source books which has been an absolute delight that's wonderful so are you working on another novel now yes um so the 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 um deal with source books is a two book deal so the next work um is also a work of historical fiction but it's it's in the early stages so um i, I th- i'm not sure that i should say much about it at sure, this point sure <laughs> yeah well i'm curious what writing advice given what you just talked about in terms of your own uh, writing journey, what writing advice would you offer to those who are working on their own stories or novels? Um, well, Jeff, one of the things that I've learned is that there's no there's one there's there's no one true way of of being published. Um, you know, I mean, my story was um, seemed to go one way and then went another way. And um, what I'd say is, um, be brave. Uh, put yourself out there. Um, you know, uh, don't. Uh, I mean, rejection is is hard for everyone, but but be prepared for it. But don't if you if you if you absolutely love the process of writing and you're and you're eager to be published, don't let anyone tell you that it's not possible um, um, or that there's any one way to do it. You know. Um, Certainly, um, my I, I, I've I've wanted to be traditionally published. Nothing, particularly since um, operating in a, in a small market here. I'm I'm very eager to be published um, to reach a broader readership. Um, but you know, there's there are different ways for for different people, and um, it really is a case of uh, being. Being tough, I guess, and and keeping at it um, until you don't. You know, I mean, the for me, I absolutely love writing. I can't imagine doing anything else, and I find it very exciting to um, to think that you know that 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 it's possible that um, that others might enjoy my work. So I'm I'm driven by that, um, and 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 you know, if that's if that's how you feel as a writer, then just keep at it. That's wonderful. Well, what books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Uh, books that I've read recently. <laughs> um, I've been reading a lot of historical fiction for, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, I've, I've been reading um, quite a bit of Kate Quinn, in fact. Um, the Rose Code is is one that I thoroughly enjoyed recently. Um, I have oh, the other one that I've, I've finished recently. In fact, I what I do is I... Um, I ha- normally have a a book that I'm reading, and I also have an audio book which I'm listening to because I um, 
I, I sometimes run on the treadmill and I find it um, uh, wonderfully distracting to be listening to an audio book while I'm, while I'm running on the, on the treadmill. Otherwise, it's terribly boring. Um, and the one that I've just recently finished reading was um, um, Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus, which, um, which is a delightful uh, historical fiction that's uh, set during the 1960s, so not th not that long ago, but um, um, certainly a delightful book. Absolutely loved it. Um, I've also recently read um, Elizabeth Strauss, O. William, and um, the one that I've got next to me at the moment is Mad Woman by Louisa Traeger, which is um, based on the it's a historical fiction. Uh, based on the life of journalist Nellie Bly. That's great. Well, where can people yeah. find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novel, The Invincible Miscust? Yeah, I'm on um, I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and all the all the places one has to be these days. Um, and it's at Penny Horse, P E N N Y, and then H A W. Um, I've also got a website, which is pennyhall.com. So I'm there and I'd, I'd love to, um, to engage with anyone who reads the book who would like to know anything more. That's wonderful. Well, again, we've been speaking with Penny Hall, author of the new novel, The Invincible Miss Cust. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Penny, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's been, it's been delightful. Thank you.